Here's the snapback. Here's the kick. He's got the leg into it. If it is good, and it is! Austin scores! A 49-yard field goal, and Indiana leads 27 to 24. Oh, it's an end around one to go. Rolling out of the pocket to a strong hand. Delivers deep down the field. Caught touchdown! Fry Fogel again! Welcome to the LEO Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bragg. You can follow me on Twitter. It's at Braggley, B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. I'm here, I would say as always, but I don't know. We're kind of shuffling around here lately, but co-host Brandon. Follow him on Twitter. It's at Brandon Dubich. Brandon spelled traditionally D-U-B-I-C-H for Dubich. What's up, Brando? Hail to the victors, oh, valiant. Jesus. Hail to the conquering he- heroes. Hail, hail. Um, <laughs> That's so I bad. love this fight song. I love their colors, mostly because they were my high school song in colors. But we'll talk about it. The Dubiches hate Michigan. Yes, I mean, there's not even a real like specific reason, and like it's it's gonna come up repeatedly in the pod. But even though I started with their fight song, they're just for some reason I hate the people, the the entire school, and everything about Ann Arbor. Um, That's so funny, so funny because I think I've said this a few times on the pod is that of all of the fan bases that you would think you would find as obnoxious Michigan not so much uh their fans seem to be fairly decent people whenever they're there in Bloomington as well as the one game I went to in Ann Arbor I was obnoxious and not a single person said a word not a single person and uh it was cool and tailgating was cool nobody like heckled anything I mean it might have been just way too cold for anybody to like actually care but yeah it's uh I don't like him either. Not, I'm not not what I'm trying to say, but um, yeah. So, uh, hey. let's, <laughs> oh God, not that. Uh, he tore yeah. us up, by the way, in that game. He did, he did, and that was all her fault. Um, <laughs> so yeah, speaking of uh, you know playing injured and playing playing a man down, um, no Seth, which uh, could be a good thing for people listening. Um, for us, meh. <laughs> you can block him on Twitter if you haven't already done it. It's at Setah5, S-E-E-S-E-T-A-H-5. Yeah, I'm sure you guys have already blocked him, but if you haven't, S-E-T-A-H-5. Put it on the old to-do list. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so, hey, we're here, and uh, we'll give you another reason to block him here a little bit later. We're here to talk week six. Uh, it's July 5th, and we're going to talk week six, which is going to take place in October, uh, against Michigan. It's a noon kickoff. We know that because it's our homecoming game, um, which means it's played in Bloomington at Memorial Stadium, as is tradition. And, uh, yeah, we're going to take on the Michigan Wolverines. Last time we played them was last year because we have to play them every year. Unlike some I other teams. like the early homecoming. I mean, Me normal, normally homecoming's like the next around, week around the- like Halloween. Or, or like it's always the latter part of October and you can get some really nice days, right? Like you could get some 60, 70 degree um, 
homecomings. Good fall but day. Normally, yeah. it's fifty degrees and raining. Yeah, like that. That is the typical homecoming. Um, so I'm I'm excited, man. I think um, I didn't get to do my prediction last week, but uh, I think IU is undefeated coming into this week. Holy um, so oh I did did not get to give my prediction here. And I don't know if you looked at their schedule. Um, mm-hmm. We're, we're going to talk about that here. Um, but uh, I think this could be a very, I, I, this, I think this has got big noon written all over it. It could. It very well could. Um, just hopefully they're not basing it off of last year's matchup. Last year's matchup was terrible. Um, I, I didn't pull the total yardage, but if I had to pick it off the top of my head, I'm pretty sure I, you, if they did maybe got 200 total yards, um, on offense, they lost the game 29 to seven incredibly frustrating game. Uh, I believe it was McCullough's first start. Um, at what a place, right on the road in the big house. Uh, he had one really good drive. I think they were up 10, nothing at that point, come down seven to 10, a lot of moment. I mean, he like ran a dude over, I think for the touchdown run, um, and I was pumped and then they come down and score in like a minute and a half or something like that. So um, all-time record, thank God Seth's not here. IU 10, Michigan 60. Um, Michigan on a one-game win streak, which means that we beat them the year before. So um, like yeah, re- reverse, reversed it. Like, yeah, like yep. it, what the, neither game was competitive either year, um, which means this game has to be competitive. Like that's just the way those things work. Totally agree. Right? Michigan at home usually is fairly competitive unless your wife is screaming at the quarterback. Most heartbreaking loss um, was when I was there in 2010. Yeah, was just, uh, yeah, we point. talked. We, about we, that. We've, we've talked about that plenty. Dang, Willis, Willis was the running back. I think I can't remember his name. Um, either way, uh, head coach Jim Harbaugh. Everybody knows who that is. The khaki guy. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen Vacation Jim at all. He's out there. You can check him out. Believe it or not, he wears a shirt in the pool. Um, which, which totally is, makes sense i mean i bet him totally, and green both do oh yeah totally jim harbaugh i think the entire harbaugh family and their in-laws wear po- shirts in the pool it's required yes um eighth season as a head coach um pretty good record 61 and 24 a, a pretty good record yes but he saved his job last year mm-hmm. i mean we talked about it you know when we were previewing last year at this time how it was uh crap or get off the pot season didn't he just get an extension last year but we said that was a fugazi right that was that was for that was for recruiting that Mm -hmm. was for rah rah within the team but we were all like if they lose to michigan state and ohio state again he's done and he saved his job and probably bought himself at least another recruiting cycle right he bought himself another four or five years um getting to the playoff he may have got him got himself another 10 years, but I think at least because uh, they've been just destroying on the recruiting trail. I mean, they were before this, um, but getting to the playoff and, and getting Aiden Hutchinson um, that, uh, yeah, like I said, I think that's at least bought Harbaugh a safe five years. And if he if he has Which what, I'm good with, yeah, I'm good with it. Yeah, he's not if he good. has what I what I'm going to preview as for their year although their schedule is kind of cake um the easiest we've previewed yet yeah we covered cincinnati then they um 
he might not get, he might not make it out of this year. We'll see. And you brought up the Michigan state game, man. That brought me back. I was like, I can't remember that. Wasn't that game pretty crazy? And it was that Michigan, Michigan state game was nuts. If you don't remember that 37, 33, Michigan state scored 15 in the fourth quarter um, to win. I'm pretty sure they scored on like a last second touchdown too, or yep. something. just nuts. Harbaugh um, has not beat Mel Tucker. One, two. <laughs> Tom Allen, one and one, baby. Um, Michigan State schedule up to this point, by the way, they are, they are, according to Vegas, nine and a half wins over under. I'm going to say the under on that. Well, I don't, again, cake schedule. We'll see. Um, they start at home, the first four at home. Colorado State to open it up. They are two and a half point favorites. Michigan is. Um, why? Against Colorado State. I am hammering that. And that's 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 a lock. Yeah, that's crazy. And then and then they've got Hawaii. And anybody that wants to talk about IU's cake non-conference, Colorado State, Hawaii, Yukon for Michigan. So uh, and then they go, they've got no Maryland no no. So you got you got this Colorado State game wrong. I I just pulled it up because I didn't believe you. They're 27 and a half point favorites, man. Is it real? What was I looking at? I have no idea. So first I looked look, on, let me go look at this. First I looked on ESPN and I saw that. And then I was like, okay, well, maybe that's not right. So then I went on DraftKings and it's 27 and a half. I'm looking at the Vegas line. It says Michigan is a two and a half point favorite in the game, according to what game is this? Oh, you know what, dude? They played in the tournament. They played in the uh, they played in the yeah. NCAA tournament. That's they what did. it was. They okay. Did. Yeah, 27 okay. and a half point favorites, which I stay away from that. I mean, I have yeah, game 27. Way too, I, way too I, yeah, I thought that was a, a problem and I was right. So uh, always trust the Internet. And uh, you'll yeah. be fine. So, um, OK, but as I was saying, Colorado State, 27 and a half point favorites for UM at home to open it up. Hawaii, Yukon, Maryland, and then they're Win-win. at Iowa. And then they've got at iu i mean spencer petrus is still there yeah. i mean let's get real um i think both teams are undefeated you think so i think both teams are undefeated i do they've got so here's here's what we call the classic sandwich game right at iowa which will probably be a night game for iowa and they come to iu and then they play penn state at home Penn State's going to be fighting for the East, I'm assuming, up there. Penn State should be bad, though. You like, think so? Yeah, they they don't have a quarterback. They got, a, they got that one running quarterback. That's don't, no they have, don't they have the big red dog still? Oh, you're right. The big red dog is still there. Yeah, he's still there. So, yeah, Penn State's there. So, again, maybe we'll get lucky with a, with a sandwich game. I don't know if we're going to need it or not, but we'll uh, we'll talk about why I think that here in just a minute. This could be the classic Kevin Wilson IU Michigan game, um, and we'll talk about why right now. Because uh, we'll talk their key players. Uh, the majority of these are on offense. If you guys are keeping note, um, at quarterback, it's the return of the Mac, Brandon, Cade McNamara, and or JJ McCarthy. Return of Mac. Exactly. Be careful. Not too much. Um, they're literally the same quarterback, right, Brandon? Just like McCarthy's just slightly more athletic. Yes. Yeah. Both of them fair. And I would, you know what? I would say I'd give the accuracy to McNamara. I think McCarthy's more of a how do you scrambler. 
McCarthy's dual, like a dual threat. Yeah, like a Johnny Manziel kind of, maybe, maybe not that extreme. Like just a just a gunslinging crazy person whenever he's out there. So I slammed Cade McNamara all in the preseason. I'm not doing it. He's a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. He, 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 he he was very good against us last year. He was, he he was, was good. Serviceable. He was fine. He didn't have to be very good because I think they ran for like 200 something yards. Uh, he was 10 of 18 for 168 yards and two touchdowns. McCarthy was trash against us. I think he was like five for 10. Um, he had like one. I think he hit like one of the deep balls. No touchdowns, um, couldn't really run the ball very well. But, um, yeah, I don't know who we'll see. I'm assuming you'll see McNamara the most, again, with McCarthy kind of coming off and playing a little bit. It's weird, right, Brandon, for a five-star quarterback to just want to play second fiddle or one at B or whatever in this day and age. You would assume that he would have transferred out of there by now. So They Um, have not announced a starter um, when I was doing – when I was doing my research, hey. yeah, they, they almost know whoever they name, whoever they don't name is transferring. And it's caused a little bit of a stir because like they want to know. Um, so uh, Harbaugh is, I think, slow playing this to a fault. Um, but whoever they name um, or whoever they don't name is going to transfer. So hmm. that'll be interesting. I don't. I mean, is there any point in transferring in fall camp? Yeah, you can become an immediate eligible. Remember the running back last year that went to Purdue? That was eligible. Oh yeah, that one. Um, here's a hypo- Here's a hypothetical, Brandon. Yeah. You take him if he wants to come here. JJ. Yeah. No. Okay. All right. No. Again, five star IMG product. Maybe just needs a better quarterback coach than the one that for some Hold reason belt, us Colts fans Bring us- love for I don't get it. yeah I mean he looks a hell of a lot better in a t-shirt than Jim Harbaugh does um probably without a t-shirt as well um speaking of looking good uh Blake Corum back at running back uh Stud. really good kid uh tough small I would say he's small but he's not really that small he's just He's fast. He hits the hole. He's, he's a really good running back. I was really scared of him coming into the game against IU. He was a little beat up, if I remember right, and I'm pretty sure he had one run. He tweaked at his ankle or something he had going on. Didn't play again. Uh, they didn't need him. Uh, who they have? Hashan Haskins or something like yep. that? He's in the NFL now. Is he? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he tore IU up. Um, but Corum, even without the IU game, 952 yards on the ground last year and 11 touchdowns splitting a lot of the carries with Haskins. So um, also back, Brandon, I don't know if I want to talk about him. Um, 37-year-old Ronnie Bell uh, back at wide receiver. I, Real quick, Hassan Haskins will be the number two in Tennessee. Um, oh, they drafted tra- him. Oh, they, oh, okay. Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Titans. Yeah, he, he was picked in the fourth round, which, you know, is decently high for a running back. Good right? for a running, running back, yeah. Yeah, so I mean – he, he is going to be slotted as the number two there in Tennessee. So. Hmm. He was good, man. He, he, he dominated IU. And he I was, didn't think he, he was, was big special. against Ohio State. Yeah, he uh, was good against Ohio State. He was really good. That's right. He only really had two huge games, I think, from what I remember. And it was against IU and Ohio State. Yep. We have a lot in common, so that makes sense. Um, back to F and Ronnie Bell. Um, 
how he's still eligible, I have no idea. I thought we were done with him last year when he tore his ACL and was out for the season. I thought that was it. Um, but apparently they're allowing you to get your 15th year COVID plus however many red shirts you're allowed plus a gray shirt and whatever hey, else there is. So we, we got a few guys benefiting from that as well. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, but they're not on social security <laughs> like he is. So he's back. Uh, he's going to go for a hundred and a few, few catches um, against us. I'll just mark that down. Now uh, the only other real threat that's proven, I would say is junior Cornelius Johnson had a, a pretty decent game against IU last year. I think he was just a smidge under 100 yards. Again, didn't have to throw the ball a whole lot. Uh, big, tall guy, 6'3". Had a pretty good year last year, 627 yards, three tutties. Kind of a big, fast, strong wide receiver that usually gives IU some fits. Um, but a healthy Mullen should be – healthy Mullen or healthy big play J, either one of them on there should be okay. Um, anybody else you want to add on offense? And then I'll let you talk a little bit of defense if you want. I'm trying to find his name. Uh, they have a good tight end. Um, of who's they, not really, who's, who's not really a tight end. He's more of, you know, a, a Mike Gusecki. That dude, um, is it the same guy from last year? It is. Okay. I'll find him. Cause he had yeah. pretty, cause I was like, really, this guy's not any better than Hendershot. And then you went out and had a pretty good game. Um, yeah. Eric all that's it. All that's right. Yep. Yep. I knew I was, I was trying again. I took notes. Michael, I took notes. Um, so he he's good. And they had to they had to replace a lot on their offensive line, but they just have so many five stars. Um, so kind of like the line, at least in the previews that I read, are probably gonna be a little bumpy in the first few games. Mm-hmm. Luckily, they get to play Colorado State, Hawaii, and Yukon. Um, so their their offensive line should be locked in and really, really good by the time we're playing them. This is what I what I was talking about before we previewed uh, the key players is their offense is pretty stacked. Um, if there's a weak point, maybe it's the wide receiver room, but again, pretty good. Yep. Um, quarterback, again, nothing really jumps out, but pretty good. Um, really good running back. And, there's no, uh, there's no flaws. Really good I mean, honestly, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's all above the line or better. Yeah. Um, but the other side of the ball, Brandon, you got to play both sides of the ball. Unlike yeah. me, whenever I play Madden, I just simulate through the defense side. Super sim. Tell me some of the, some stuff about the defense. So, yeah, um, they bring back uh, their middle linebacker, uh, Junior Carlson. Um, they bring up their, who had 61 stops, which is fourth on the team. They bring back their outside linebacker, Nikkei Hill Green, who is, who is also very solid. Um, they do bring back some people on their uh, secondary DJ uh, Turner and safety RJ Moten. But if you want to look for a weakness, it is in that secondary. Um, they return some hosses on the line, though. They have multiple 300 pound five star defensive tackle beasts. Um, and then Taylor Up- Upshaw is probably their best player defensive end. Um, he'll definitely play on Sundays. You know, he's not a Jigbo or uh, or Aiden Hutchinson, um, but he's really good. Um, but um, so they're they're front four uh, elite. I would go as their 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 linebackers just OK. Um, they they return some veteran, but but nothing um, stand out in their weakness. If you had to pick a weakness is in their secondary. See, I think and I, I think this is you know, podcast 101, but um I slightly disagree with you because if we're going to pull, Ooh, nice. if we're going to pull Cincinnati apart the way we pulled Cincinnati apart from losing, I think seven defensive starters to the NFL 
the defense for Michigan, if I'm if I'm not correct, lost a starting corner, their best player in their safety, Dexter Hill. Is that his name? Um, they're both starting all all American, I think. Both of them defensive ends. Um, yeah, Bowen Hutchison. Yeah, and all Americans. Yeah. I mean, when you lose that kind of production, and you your best, really your best returning players that are proven are two meh, linebackers. I don't think they're that good on that side of the ball. And based off of at least a couple of the previews that I saw, that's the side that people are, th- are assuming is going to be kind of a struggle this year. I, that's why I feel like maybe nine and a half might be a little high. I think you're going to see a lot of scoring against Michigan. Now I could be proven wrong. Obviously there, you can watch Alabama and other schools like that, that constantly just revamp themselves over and over and over again after losing. 22 starters the year before and then they bring in 22 new starters and they're number one in the country still so um again michigan was no fluke last year um and i i don't think they're going to be that bad but i don't know if they're going to be that good on defense i'm not that high on their defense brandon but i guess we'll, we'll see when it comes to the score predictions uh what you have later on here in the in the uh pod here so um real quick before we get to our promo let's talk key matchups i've got three brandon i'll start real quick and it's kind of just talking about what we were just talking about i think i use offensive line is going to have maybe the advantage in this game um you know you're going to have a lot of experience coming back on that offensive line for iu maybe outside of dj Moore um against what I'm assuming is a totally inexperienced, and I put in parentheses, surely talented um, Michigan defensive line. Can I you uh, push back what what's I've read as a rotating defensive line and control the clock? We've talked about it again against these big teams like this. We need to run the football, control the clock, have a balanced offense, and keep our quarterback upright, whether it's Baz or King Tut. Um, I think that's a, a major key matchup and my biggest one so far of the game. Yeah, so uh, I'm I'm gonna stay in the trenches, um, but I'm gonna flip that the key matchup is our defensive line uh, against their offensive line, um, and I think it's both in the run game and in the pass game. Um, we've you've mentioned I've mentioned what their offensive line and what Haskins did to us last year. Um, I mean, it was it was five, six, seven yards every time. Cannot get blown back. Not at home. Not during homecoming. But I think a stat um, that stood out for me, not just for the game against us last year, but in general, uh, Michigan had 34 sacks last year for 211 yards, as opposed to only giving up 14. They were plus 20 in the sack category. Like you said, uh, McNamara just was able to be like, not surgical is the wrong word, but just like comfortable, right? And we cannot let him be comfortable. So I think our our edge rushers have to get after it, and our defensive line, which is very senior laden, needs to not get punched in the mouth on homecoming in a big noon game. Um, so I'm I, my key matchup is is that IU defensive line first and foremost. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I'm just looking at total sacks for the year last year. Um, 
you know, just to put that into perspective, I mean, Oklahoma State had an incredible defense last year, 57 sacks for them. Michigan State, the first uh, Big Ten school that pops out, 43 for them. The next Big Ten school that pops out, Notre Dame. Um, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Wisconsin nice. at 39. Again, you know, Michigan State, Wisconsin, you assume to be up there a bit. I don't see Michigan. You saw 34 sacks. 34. I'm looking at college football news. Um, that's their one of their, their big stats. Okay. So, gotcha. Um, yeah. I don't know if I'm on the, again, I, apparently I can't read the internet, so um, I'll go with it. I, I mean, I, again, I agree, but you, you lost two all Americans on the outside that took up. I'm, I'm assuming you just double teamed both of them. So you got one guy, you got one guy tried to guard two the entire time. And uh yeah, so I, I'm with you. I, I think that's a really good one as well. Um, and I think IU can can make some noise there. I, I hope to see some more of that 2019-2020 type defense with a lot of blitzing and a lot of scheme blitzes and yep. um, get Miles Jackson get in the back backfield. Get back to corner blitzes, yep. man. Get back to corner blitzes. Yep. Like get Taiwan coming off and, get and Noah getting here. Yeah. Yeah. Getting, you know, getting two, two hands on their ankles in the backfield. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm looking this for. This game's got Noah Pierre written all over it. I think <sighs> it's got a big Noah Pierre game. Um, I'm going to flip to the other side of the ball. Again, I use wideouts, including uh, AJ Barner against Michigan's un, unproven defensive backfield. Um, I mean, honestly, outside of last year, if you think about, really any of the games we've played against them here recently um we've been able to move the football against what they would consider top corners in the country um can we translate this year can we stay healthy uh is a big if um yeah i don't know what do you have any thoughts on that you know what by the way read a lot about javon swinton I think we're really underplaying his impact, I think, on this year's team. Oh, he needs to step up. Yeah, I think Javon Swinton's going to have a big, big year, by the way. I uh, no, I mean, I, I – so I'll get into it in my third bullet point. Um, but I, I have – you have to steal – so, I mean, we'll just I'll just jump to it. Um, and it's big plays. You have to steal yards. You have to ske- – uh, steal some points. So whether that's Barner breaking a big one or DJ Matthews breaking a big one, you don't upset teams like Michigan without big plays. And I think, I think Barner has shown he, you know, at least has the potential to do that. He hasn't done that in a big game. Um, so w- whether it's Barner or, or, or somebody else there in the slot um, uh, or up the seam. Yeah. I, I'm with you. Um, and any of those guys, uh, any of those skilled guys that can kind of get matched up with the linebacker and, you know, give us a CU later. Yeah, I'm with you. What's your, uh, what's your next matchup here, Brando? Yeah. So again, I think IU is going to have a really hard time stopping their run game. So we're going to have to stack that box. You don't stack that box unless you have a really good secondary. So I'm going to need um, the Mullins. I'm going to need big play J I'm going to na- need uh Josh Sanguinetti, monster. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'm I'm gonna need the secondary to play one on one, so you can just load the box with seven or eight guys every time, um, because I think you're gonna need every bit of the seven or eight guys to stop this Michigan run offense. Um, so I'm gonna need the secondary just to be like, listen, I got this. You you said it probably 20 minutes ago. If they have a weakness, it's in their wide receiver room. Well, that's our strength. All right, so let's make them one-dimensional and predictable. 
um, because that's how we can control a game script. So um, I'm looking for the secondary to be as vaunted as we need them and, and, and don't let up those big pass plays that they absolutely should not get. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think the play action is going to kill us. If that's, if that's something that we can't slow down as far as the running game goes, the play action is what's going to kill us. Um, yeah. This could be famous last words here, but man, Brian Fitzgerald, another guy that really pops off in this game that could have a pretty, a pretty big role. Um, I think as far sure. as guarding Eric all, sure. Um, that's a good matchup for us and them as well. It could be a, a pretty big, pretty big player in this game too. Um, my last key matchup, and this is so weird, dude, that you already talked about it. I've got Brandon's wife versus Michigan fans. So Mrs. Dubich hates the maize and blue. I don't know what it is. What gets into her blood um, whenever Michigan comes into town is, is just something that you just – Ohio State does it to me. Yeah, Michigan yeah. Does doesn't it do it to her. us. It doesn't yeah, do it to us. Um, I don't understand it. I don't know if there's much rhyme or reason to it. Um, they just kind of like their cockiness, right? Like their arrogance, like their pinkies up. Like it's almost like, like we're too good for IU. We don't even care. Like it's, it's so big. Like it turns Sasha and I into little brother. And like we're, we immediately become Purdue. Like in that situation, like if we just have these biggest chips on our shoulders for really no big reason, you see how I, while admitting something, I made fun of Purdue. That's, yeah. 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 I get it. Take skill. Um, but, but yeah, we just have kind of a little brother complex when it comes to comes to Michigan. So um, we, we will be revved up. Um, I've already texted you that may, maybe this is the game. Um, Cause I'll have to look to get, um, hotel or, or plans now, but uh, this could be a game to do, which is let loose and, and get family members or a babysitter. Um, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. We're in the, we're in there with you. So um, yeah, man, that's so funny that you talked about it at the beginning. Again, totally different outlines. We, well, yeah, yeah I did outlines. not look at your outline. Take off I did the, not. Yeah. We take off the key matchups. Um, what's your third matchup before we get into our promo? And so it wasn't really a matchup. It was just, it was just big plays. Like we absolutely have to steal yards and points. Um, it doesn't have to be a kick return. doesn't have to be a punt return. doesn't have to be a screen, but like I, you know, you're going to a pick six, like it's going to have to be big plays. And we just didn't have that last year. Um, we didn't have that at all. So, um, Big plays are going to be vitally important for a team that I think you're a little bit out talented, but uh, I think we can out. I think Tom Allen can out coach the heck out of Harbaugh. Um, but I think we are a little bit outskilled. So. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I can, uh, I can, I can slightly agree with you on that. Yeah. I think as far as like paper skills go. Yeah, totally. Um, speaking of games skills, aren't played on paper. That's true. That's true. And uh, speaking of skills, Brandon, I'm not sure how much skill you need to run. I just think you need to like running. And if you like running, you should check out Monon Track Club because they're Indiana's running brand. They're built on a deep love for what they consider a sport and the Hoosier State. They craft products, tell stories, and create experiences that aim to celebrate, support, and add to Indiana's running culture. Bro, it's 1,050 degrees outside. 
So I don't know if they're running today being Tuesday, which is their club runs. We're recording on Tuesday, by the way, guys. And uh, But they run all the time. Check out the link in the show notes for more details on their club runs. And to shop their gear, shirts, hoodie season's right around the corner. I know, again, it's 1,050 degrees outside. But hoodie season's right around the corner. Koozie season's right now. Thank you to our listeners. They're offering 10% off your order. Use promo code LEO10, LEO10 at checkout. Now, before we get to Brando's Randos, I've got two, two questions. Usually we would have producer Seth Sack after your Randos. I'm going to take, uh, take that out. I'm going to get these two off of my chest real quick. I asked this to Seth last week. Uh, and I did it with, with Nebraska. What is Michigan football's comparison to an NCAA basketball program? They, they haven't won a national championship in 30 years, it's a great right? It's a great question. Yet they think they're going to win the national championship every single year. UCLA basketball? It's pretty good. That's pretty good. I was I was really trying to bait him into IU and Nebraska being the same IU basketball and Nebraska football being the same thing. I think he eventually got there. I can't remember, um, but that's because yeah, their their last similar. national championship was nineteen ninety five. Yeah, so almost so it's been twenty six years yeah. since they have. And when's the last time Michigan? Probably around there. It, who are you talking? Oh, UCLA. Yeah, I think Michigan was. Mm, did they win 90? Was it 98? Hold on. See, if Seth was here, this, this is what Seth would do because it's what a producer does. But yeah. 97. This is when they didn't have real national championships. This is when they just had, hey, we're just going to, you guys can decide, just claim a national championship. Hold on. Hold on. I'm there. I'm there. 1997. Dude, good job. Nailed it. So, yeah, yeah. UCLA basketball is Michigan football. Big name global or, you know, national brands, big alumni bases, pinkies up. Um, but they haven't won in, you know, 20, 25 plus years. So, okay. One more quick one. It's kind of, stupid. I'm impressed I got that. I'm gonna there you go. On the back. There you go. Um, yeah, me too. Cause I never think about that. For some reason, I was thinking Kansas, but Kansas has clearly been won. very successful. Um, there's a little, there's a little Jim Hart, or there's a little, yeah, there's a little bit of Harbaugh in Bill Self. In Bill Self, like there's a little bit, and that's a good transition because this next question is about Jim Harbaugh. As I stare at a Colts helmet in my office, you live in the Indianapolis area, you know Jim Harbaugh's reputation around this area. Is he the most overhyped, most overcelebrated NFL quarterback in the history of the NFL? Because the he want he led a team that went nine and seven in the regular season, very pedestrian season. to an accidental AFC championship game that almost resulted in a Super Bowl run where we would have gotten just as blown out as the Steelers did in the Super Bowl. I feel like that was just a way to bring a dig on the Steelers, but that's okay. I'll leave it. I mean, Joe Flacco's got to be up there. So does Trent Dilfer. They both won. They both won yeah. a Super Bowl. I That's know. the thing that, but, but they're both the way, beloved. They're both the way beloved, he's celebrated. Like 
Is is Joe Flacco going to make the Ravens ring of honor? Oh, absolutely. It's just embarrassing to go to a Colts game and see Jim Harbaugh, 1994 to 1998 or something like that. Trying to like think that. of a quarterback that didn't win. Um, that Favre? celebrated like that. I mean, that. Favre is like super. Well, Favre won. Favre won. Yeah. Uh, That's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know think either. There's got to be like a like a Niners quarterback or something somewhere. I don't know. So where is, I mean, he's probably still your third best quarterback ever though. Manning luck. Yeah. Yeah. He's your third best quarterback ever. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I, yeah, I mean, you you're Brissette's, not counting the Baltimore. I bet you Brissett's uh, regular season record is better than Jim Harbaugh's. Um, yeah, but I just had to get that off my chest. Not a, I was never a huge Jim Harbaugh fan, as even as a Colts quarterback. I, and I think he's always going to be like beloved here, and I've never, I'm never going to understand it. So, all right, let's get into Brando's Randos. What do you got? So we had our emergency pod on Saturday. It was a ton of fun. Uh, if you haven't listened to it, we we talk uh, conference realignment and USC and UCLA. Um, but I wanted to get your opinion on this. Um, do we want Michigan in our pod? Like if, if the pod thing goes forward, um, you know, would you want that or would you rather take a team like Illinois that, you know, you're going to beat every year? Okay. So hypothetical here. Of course, of course. Um, all right. So I didn't listen to all of the pods. Where is Iowa at in your pod? Is it Iowa, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Nebraska? Yes. So that leaves for Illinois. So if they so, yeah, so we, we were who, torn. who were the twentieth teams? Uh, out of the Big Twelve teams. Okay, what if they add? What if they add Louisville? And so we didn't talk about any ACC or I mean, as, well, they can't add Kentucky. In, yeah, Kentucky would never go. Um, um, would they add? They wouldn't add Cincinnati. No, no, that would be terrible for me. But 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 just for the Michigan or Illinois, like Michi- and well. See, like you kind of want to take the, you know, play Burt every year, but man, there's just nothing about Michigan that scares me. And I understand they just went to the college football playoff. Who's the pod then? IU, Purdue, Michigan, Michigan State. Yeah, that, that's what Seth said. What? Why wouldn't it be Michigan State, IU, Purdue, Illinois? That's what I said. That's See, that's a good podcast. That's Michigan, what I said. Michigan, Ohio State. Penn, Penn State, Mayor Rutgers. See that? See that? That was Seth's point that Maryland, Rutgers, Penn State, Ohio State's too easy of a pod. But I'd say where does never... Illinois go? Where does he have Illinois going? Right. Exactly. So yeah, I don't know. Again, just hype. I mean, I guess if you add Kansas and you add, you can't add Oklahoma State. I don't think. I don't think that's an option. Kansas and. Who else is out there? Kansas Colorado. State, Colorado, Colorado. So Colorado, Kansas. No, I guess you wouldn't even do that. You would put Colorado out there with USC and mm-hmm. Nebraska. It gets, it gets, it gets yeah. dicey. It gets it's dicey. Fun. I think logistically it makes more sense if it's Illinois, but I'm okay with playing Michigan every year. If, if you're, if you're losing Penn state and Ohio state, give me Michigan because well, I don't really. How did you determine the pod works? So then you've got you've got five pods, okay? So do you go to an eight game conference 
No, season. staying nine. You stay nine. So you um, play the three teams every year, and then you rotate six home, six away. Um, so that's that's fifth. So that's I don't know. I'm not doing math on. So Tuesday out of night. the out of the four remaining pods. You would play, I'm assuming NFL style, where you finished in your division, you would play that team. Yeah. So there's seven games. And then you would play two bonus games and then three. So for IU, you would get Ohio State, Penn State, or Ohio State, USC every single year on top of your your whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's a fun. I mean, I wish I was on that pod, of course. Um, you had soccer, right? I don't know what was going on. Doesn't matter. All right. Next next thing I have here. Um, another reason why I hate Michigan. Their coaches are insufferable. Who's mm-hmm. worse? Juwan Howard or Jim Harbaugh? Mm-hmm. I think Juwan Howard. I mean, I, I just agree. just I agree. Because he like at least Harbaugh's like done something. I mean, not professionally, not not as a as a uh, player, I mean, obviously, Jawan Howard did something as a player, cheated, but he did it as a player. But um, yeah, he's yeah, get out of here. Your team's not any good. You're not a good coach. Yeah, you're trash. Okay, there you go. So obviously, the the big um big thing up there in the mitten is Michigan, Michigan State. Mm-hmm. We all. I've been impressed by Mel Tucker. Um, he he seems to be building. He just signed there for a long time. Who has more success in the next 10 years? Michigan State or Michigan? Michigan, because Mel Tucker is cheating. Ooh, juicy. They've got some five-star dude visiting this weekend. I'm pretty sure that I'm like, there is no way that this guy should be visiting Michigan State. Um, so that's my hot take. I like it. My hot take. I like it. I like it a lot. All right. Um, last one. Did you miss me last week? Did I miss you? Yeah, I think I missed it. Yeah, I missed it. I missed. Sometimes I just need these. uh, Yeah, confidence boosters. Yeah, yeah. Seth. Uh, he tried though, so that's good. So Um, I, I I didn't. I'll give my prediction here. I you. IU beats uh, oh Nebraska by okay. a field goal. Okay. Um, Chucky Campbell knocks it in from 44 yards out. Um, IU wins by three and just a devastating loss for uh, Mr. Frosty out there. I don't remember what I had for that game. I do think that game's going to be more tough than some other people I've saw talk about it on message boards and on Twitter. Um, I think a lot of people are chalking that up. Nebraska is a hard place to play. It is. I it just is. think Scott Frost sucks and they don't have a quarterback. Um, so, yeah, I think it's a low scoring game. I forget what my prediction was, but I think I picked 24, 21 or 27, 24, something like that um, with an, with an IU last second victory. Seth had IU 31, Nebraska 17. Wow. IU 31, Nebraska 24, again, late, like a 24, 20, exactly like it was in 2019. Yeah. Real back and forth, really good game. So you also have IU undefeated, right? No, you uh, picked them no, to lose I've against Cincinnati. Losing against Cincinnati. So um, Seth and I have them undefeated. Then. You guys have them undefeated. And then Seth has 
let's get into it. Seth has them losing this game and losing this game handily. Um, IU 10, Michigan 37, which I laughed at in the group chat just because it, yeah, I don't feel like he did any sort of research into what no. Michigan's defense is going to be like. Um, I'll go ahead and do mine. Uh, I've talked about it a lot. I do think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I do think that we've had some really bad teams that have hung with some really good Michigan teams. I mean, take, they took Michigan to three overtimes in a year. I'm pretty sure the team won four games. Like, we should be able to hang with them. It's homecoming. Hopefully, if we're coming in hot, four and one, five and oh at that point, um, that place is just nuts. But I think kind of the opposite of what you had with Nebraska, I think, happens to IU whether it's in overtime or whether it's on a last second field goal, I've got IU 38, Michigan 41. Three and two, baby. Three and two. A lot of points. Four and two, sorry. I think this game is a lot like other heartbreaking big games. Um, and I got a stat that I think that I think IU comes out, punches them, and they're, they're pumped off or they're undefeated. They come out, they score opening drive. Opening drive, they score. Um, I think it's a stalemate. I think it's a lot of punts. I think IU goes into halftime leading. Leading. 13-3. But they lose 2013? (laughs) Last year, third quarter scoring. Michigan, 140 to opponents 55. They outscored the opponents by 85 points in the third quarter. Second half touchdown scored. Michigan 31. Opponents 12. They dominated second half, and I think it's because of their offensive defensive line just wears on you. I have 27 Second half points by Michigan. 14 second half points by IU. IU loses 30 to 27 in a a game where we're just kicking ourselves. We should have won. You and I are driving home texting, being like, we lost that game. Michigan didn't beat us. We came out and they just punched us in the mouth in the second half. You and I have been in the stands for that game. This is going to be the game that, that just... Ugh, just the 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 woulda coulda shoulda. Um, so I do have IU losing simply because uh, I mean their stat their second half and third quarter stats were just so impressive. And how many times did we go into halftime leading by a score or two just to have our hearts ripped out? Um, it's just so IU. There's gonna be a so IU game, and I I unfortunately have us um, have this game being it uh, for for our Hoosiers. So. Yeah, even as as we both pick losses on this, as you were talking, I was just thinking kind of like, like about the game and about seeing their stupid white jerseys and their stupid white pants and their stupid helmets out there and like being so excited and like we're playing well and Baz is looking great or Tut or Brent or uh, Brandon Soresby. He's um, looking great. Um. Dude, I, I think we're going to be pretty good offensively, at least offensively uh, this year. And I'm pretty excited. I can't wait for fall camp to start. 
so we can get maybe if Tom Allen will unlock the damn doors and let some people in there to watch something. I can't wait to get a look at what's what it looks like, what we're going to see. What do you think, by the way? Late brag rando question. Do you think we see anything? Do you think you get any sort of do you think he just plays it? The whole way you have to it's in my other other podcast. I say you got to commit to the bit. And I think that's exactly what Tom Allen does, man. I mean, why do it now? His whole thing is, you know, we got to surprise Illinois. He wants to start one and oh, really, really bad. Um, So, yeah, we're going to we're going to we're going to know nothing. Yeah, Um, I don't even think we know the starting quarterback. Do you think Tuttle transfers? You don't think so, right? Even I don't he think he start. I, I think he's been at IU for three, two, two. He's seasons. graduating this year if he hasn't already graduated. So I think he knows that. Like, listen, I'm I've been here for two years under Penix, and I'm one play away from playing. Um, you're guaranteed nothing if you transfer. Um, he seems like a good dude, like not somebody that's out thinking for sure he's going to be in the NFL. Do I think King Tut's an NFL quarterback? No, no. Um, More USFL. We um, love love King Tut, um, but I'm with you, man. I don't I don't think it needs to be announced. I think Tom Allen knows that, and I think, I think the only D-Mac person gets yeah. a handful of plays. Like I think, I think he's he's wide receiver now. You're talking about bringing him in to, to play a little quarterback on some, yeah. some scheme. Yeah. Yep. Um, dude, I'm telling you, I think the more I think about the wide receiver group, the more I'm loving it. Addison Cody, or what's his name? Anderson Kobe. Um, and then you've got, uh, you've got Emory Simmons. You've got Javon Swinton. You've got Cam Camper. I mean, what a, what a freaking stud. DJ Matthews, I didn't even get there yet. You got D Mac in there. You've got freaking Jalen Lucas. If you want to call him a wide receiver, you got, oh, you got, I mean, just studs, bro. And if we've got somebody that can just Aiden O'Connell them the football, meaning just throw it past the line of scrimmage, then I think we've got ourselves a good team, man. And I'm, a, I'm getting Dude, Baz excited. is lighting up like passing academies. I mean, he, yeah, he, Peyton. he, yeah, he was at the, the Peyton Manning camp just looking studly. Of course. Of course. Um, all right. So we'll, we'll wrap it up, man. We'll wrap it up. This was a good one. So you, I think. you have, you have IU at three and two and I have them at four and one, four and two, one, two, three, four, oh, guys. five, six games. So four and two coming out of this game. One. Yeah. Going, going two. into uh, next week, which is another home game against Maryland. Uh, we will talk to you guys next week when we preview that game, make sure you follow us on Twitter. It's at podcast LEO. Download, rate, review, follow, do all that cool stuff. Uh, tell your friends if you want to. Um, we'll talk to you guys again next week when we talk Terps. Until then, we love you guys. Elio. 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 He said it, kind of. Elio. Awesome day. Elio. Thank you so much, Rick. I appreciate that. Elio. All right. Great. Elio. Appreciate you guys. Elio. You're welcome, Dave. Have a great day. Elio. Have a great day. Elio. Appreciate you being here with us. Have an awesome day. And Elio. Oh, thank you so much. Elio. Well, thanks so much, Elio. Hey, thanks so much, Mike. Appreciate that. Elio. Appreciate you guys, man. Have an awesome day. Elio. Awesome. Elio. Elio.